What's good everybody, this is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. In this episode, uh, episode 189, I want to talk about um, a quick conversation I had with my mastermind group. Um, Actually, I brought up the whole topic of getting hit up, people asking for feedback, right? What's, it's, hap- it's crazy, craziness now. Um, in a day, I might get between 10 and 20 songs. Just people looking for feedback. Nothing else. That's all they ask for. They're like, dude, please tell me what my song... Tell me what's going on in my track. Tell me how I can improve on my song. Tell me, you know, there's a lot of people asking for... Some people just want record deals. And obviously, everyone has their own agenda. But what's weird is there is a massive massive influx of people looking for feedback and just wanting their song to be heard right they've hit me up with the assumption that i'm just gonna listen you know sometimes people just send the track through and i'm like ah guy but you know what, what do you want me to do yeah no just listen through the track let me know what you think tell me where i can improve then it made me think a little bit right um there was a music unscripted conference at some stage where i was asked um, well, I wasn't asked. Uh, we asked the speaker, um, like about music production and whatnot. And the, the person said, it must have been Tony Mac. It was a while back. He highlighted a very important point. If you have no music acumen whatsoever, like you don't know how to touch an instrument, you don't know how to use any of these programs, like you have no clue what's going on, and you happen to t- tag along with one of your friends to a studio session, right? And you're sitting with your friend there and then you humming this thing. You, uh, um, you've got this melody in your head. And what happens is the person who's sitting in front of the desk or whatever says, Oh, Stan, that's a pretty dope melody. They take that melody and they play it into the computer or into the program or in, onto the guitar, whatever it is. They play that melody, and that, me- that melody becomes a part of the beat, or they use that melody in the creation of the song. In any shape or form, you are entitled to producer royalties. You're entitled in- into the, the production royalties. Um, not 100% of the production royalties. It, it, you'll, it'll be however you split it with the other person. Producer royalties are usually 50% of overall royalties. And... Um, of that you'll get a percentage, right? This is for humming. You become a producer with zero skill. Basically, it's possible. Um, I remember that. And then I also remember another interview. It was a DJ Payne One uh, uh, YouTube video. And in it, there was this, they were interviewing a songwriter. It's actually not that old. They're interviewing a songwriter. And the songwriter said um, that... Other songwriters need to understand that if a song, say, okay, let me give another example. If I have a songwriter and there's an artist, right? That songwriter is writing lyrics for the artist. The artist is like, hmm, okay, cool. Maybe, 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 maybe this will work, you know, maybe whatever the songwriter's written for the track will work out. But if the songwriter says, snap, the chorus is not long enough. Let me hit up the producer and see if we can get the chorus to be a bit longer. You phone the producer, the producer's like, yeah, what's up? 
um, the songwriter is like, hey man, we're gonna need that chorus to be a little bit longer, man. It's at the moment it's a bit short, right? So what the producer does is like, you know, they'll double it up, they'll turn it, they'll add another eight bars. I don't know. So now the chorus has been edited. That songwriter is now also entitled to producer royalties because they have changed the arrangement of the track, right? So again, this percentage is being eaten into. So in essence, if you make a beat, right? And there's an artist that comes through. Now in making the beat, one of your friends hummed something and you decided to play that thing into the computer. Um, and then another, then a songwriter came through and then they changed the arrangement of what's going on. You end up with a very small percentage as a music producer. Everybody's taking a cut. And I'm sure if the artist comes through and it's happened in my situation before, if an artist comes through and they claim that, you know, they've changed things up and they claim that they want their, their artist um, uh, royalty as well as, you know, they've, they were there for the making of the beat, they've changed things up, they're also entitled to that too. And it's unfortunate. I've been in situations where, um, I've been in situations where the artist has come through and taken 75%. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we're going to run it like this. You're going to run off with 75%. But... The runoff was 75% because they have, obviously, they're the only artist featured on the song, as well as them cutting into your portion as well, uh, because they have now helped to produce the track, right? Rightly so. They've, they've done the work, whatever the case is. Usually for long-term relationships, just to step away from, from the, the, this just for a second, usually for long-term relationships, you split a 50-50 anyway. If you're two, there's two of you, you're both, you're not extremely known like one doesn't you don't undercut you don't undercut your friend you don't undercut your partner you don't undercut the person that you're working with just because um, those are the rules you can say I understand this is the case and we run it 50-50 you can't do that um, anyway going back to people submitting tracks to me um, I get gang load of tracks and unfortunately I can't listen to everything I get 100 tracks a week I can't hear everything. I listen to a track here, I listen to a track there, I'm tired, I don't want to listen to people's music, I don't want to give feedback, sometimes it's the case, you know, leave me alone. Um, sometimes I feel a bit better and sure, for sure I can. The thing, the reason why I feel I have the, um, I can say, you know what, I actually don't want to listen to your song, is because I get so much music. Now, where there's a demand, you can make a business. Moves me to my next point. Where a demand exists, you can create a business. If I am really good at making pancakes, my pancakes look amazing, and no one knows about them, I can start charging, but I might not get clientele. But if people are readily paying for my pancakes already, I, or they, they express interest in, pay, in wanting to pay for my pancakes, then, you know, then I can create a business, right? So the demand is there, um, with regards to people sending their music through, they want the feedback. In my mind, I'm thinking if I'm helping someone to manipulate the track, right? If I'm help assisting in the the the, um, the production, I'm basically assisting in the production because they'll say, Silas, I need you to please do this for me. Listen through this track. Tell me where I can improve. Silas comes through. Listens to the track. He's like, okay, cool. Uh, you see those strings over there? Lower the volume a little bit. Uh, you see the piano that you've got going there? See if you can add a little bit of this to it. Uh, you see those drums? Uh, maybe try a different kick. Try this kick, right? And through doing that, 
I have in essence produced the song. Does it not sound right now that I take a cut of the production royalties on that track? Going off of everything that, you know, off of everything I've just told you now. Also, another example is um, on Stronger. For the longest time, Kanye could not figure out what type of kick to use. There were even interviews of it. He sat in meetings with Timberland. Timberland's like, ah, dude, I can get you any kick you want to. If you want something fat, I can get you a fat kick. If you want something big, I can get you a big kick. Kanye could not figure, for the life of him, he could not figure out which kick to use on Stronger. Um, apparently, he released that song a oh, hang of a lot of times. Uh, all with different kicks, different feels. Um, but yeah, now because of Ed, the addition of that kick, he is now also entitled to a royalty and Stronger. It's just how it is, you know. So that's basically, that was my thought process. Um, for each track, I, I literally going to ask for royalties. Um, Silas, please give me feedback on this track. I'm going to say, well, I'm giving you feedback. I'm giving input into the track royalties. If not that, this was the other point that I was going to get into. Because now, searching for royalties is not fun being a publisher and you know trying to chase up people and say hey dude uh, royalties you need to put my name on the notification of works when are you releasing the track all of that stuff what's the name of the song who's on it it'll be a nice exercise and that by the time I've done it six or seven or eight or nine times I would know exactly how to fill out a notification of works form I'd know I would have ironed out any sort of problems I any sort of queries I might have in my mind because I don't know everything to do with a registration of a track. I don't know everything. I haven't gone through every situation, but I do know what I need to know, obviously, as a, from a producer standpoint. Um, also, another issue is that people that send their tracks to me, a lot of them haven't registered themselves with Samro, so they aren't even at a royalty-seeking stage. So I might not ask for royalties and ask for an upfront fee, um, just obviously to cover that, to say, no, you can keep your royalties, I'm gonna ask you for an upfront fee to do input on a track. Now, you might say, sure, you can do that, but at the end of the day, you're not gonna get anybody sending you music. I don't mind. At this point in time, it's gonna be, um, it's easier uh, to not have to listen to 100 songs a week or try and be nice about not trying to listen to 100 songs a week. It's easier to do that than to um, you know, just I like I like it. It's easier to um, take on this situation where I'm at least getting paid a little bit of money. That way, I know I'm now incentivized. 100 tracks a week. Sure, I listen to 100 tracks a week because 100 times 100 is 10k. So, yeah, that sounds like something that could actually work. Now that I think about it as a business, and I mean, it's gonna be time. It's going to be time intensive in that I'm going to need to, you know, work quite hard on this. But for the most part, it will be a nice way to get a little bit of extra income. Um, but yeah, this is just my thought process. Um, I know that a lot of this doesn't really, might not really apply to you. But I think the, the take home message here is that if you have something and there's a demand for it, you can monetize it. You just need to know how and when. I've seen people that have great ideas and they do wonderful things. But they just haven't been able to make that mind switch to be able to monetize something. And to be quite honest, it, it's sad because a lot of great ideas end up just being figments or they just end up being um, 
nothing comes of them purely because the person doesn't know how to monetize and it's hectic i mean no one no one obviously wants to do things for free forever and yeah so if you have an idea right say you're an artist and an artist you know for a fact that artists keep coming to you and they keep on saying dude i'm a, I'm a singer and i need to learn how to play guitar and a lot of people are coming in they're like dude i need to learn how to play guitar find a way to monetize that's all it is all you're doing is you're taking a problem that's happening in your life and you're trying to flip it so that you can you know benefit from it you can continue because now you're incentivized that you can you can continue it um, if you're an if you're an artist and you also happen to do graphics right uh, people ask you for graphics find a way to monetize that if you are if you do videos find a way to monetize it if you shoot interviews find a way to monetize you shooting interviews because at the end of the day it is labor intensive you are shooting interviews the whole time you own a DS, uh, DSLR camera you are spending all of this time and you're not seeing any sort of result take it flip it because now the 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 you've basically um, if you build up some sort of a following and people start listening and watching and wanting to be a part of it and they'll say yeah no man um, can I get an interview like okay cool if you want an interview you're going to give me 200 bucks and they're like no I don't want to give you 200 rand and you're like well you don't get an interview then wait just continue to do that continue continue you're going to find the first person who's going to say 200 bucks for sure they send you 200 bucks carry on and don't feel bad that you've undercut yourself just continue to work 200 rand 200 rand, 200 rand, all of a sudden you've got a thousand rand of nothing. Then from there you can go and you can do some Facebook advertising, you can take that 200 rand, continue charging 200 rand, but just make your audience wider to say this is a service that I offer, hit me up, you get your track there, uh, you get your interview done, cool, your, your name goes up. More people hit you up, now it goes from being two, uh, 1,000 rand to 2,000 rand, 2,000 rand becomes 5,000 rand, 5,000 rand, 10,000, and on and on and on and on and on. At some point, time is going to step in and time is going to be like, hey, you don't have enough of me. Uh, that's when your price will need to go up. When your price goes up and you find that you've hit your limit, you might need to bring in extra people. There's lots of ways that you can just carry on scaling up what you're doing. But the sheer fact that you need to identify that you have something that you can monetize and you can grow is important. Um, so if, even if it's not people listen, even if it's not you listening to people's music, um, create a need for something somewhere and create a business I suppose at the end of the day it's I know it sounds very simple it is quite difficult it's a lot of effort but um, if you get it right then you know you've got a business who wouldn't want an extra 10k a month just for listening to random people's music I mean I'm gonna go try it now and I'll let you know how it goes but that's just me you can do your own thing um, and see whether that you know helps your situation um, yeah, so if you have any questions related to this or any other idea that you might have running, um, hit me up. Uh, I do know, I can already foresee one question is going to be, how do you get the ball rolling? Uh, you know, they, they, you might have an, a great idea and you might see my model and think that your idea will work on my model, but you're not 100% sure um, how to get it off the ground. The first thing to do will most probably be to try and build awareness put it out there let people know use Facebook advertising ask your friends um, all these people that have been asking you about remember it needs to be something that's already in demand people need to really be asking you dude how much do you charge for or if you're a photographer they might say how much does she charge and then when people come through they'll be like 
no, she charges um, you know a certain amount per shoot. Try and see what you can do in terms of um, building a um, building a fan base, building a following, and then you know build things from there. Uh, yeah, like I said, any questions, send them through to me uh, at businessatsidersbeats.info. Or you can head through to my website, www.sidersbeats.info. Hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts are about the whole charging for review slash feedback uh, thing. Um, let me know if you think it's going to work. Uh, I don't care because I'm going to try it anyway. Um, and yeah, we'll just keep in contact. Peace.